0: Bet Rivers Network. For all of your wagering needs, it's Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey. Play Sugar House in Connecticut. I, for this year, it's been a rare losing Sunday as uh, both teams came back to earth in games that going into the weekend they thought they could win, but they knew would not be easy contests. Uh, the Jets meeting a team they never beat, the Giants traveling across the country. To find uh, an equally surprising team in Seattle. Let's start with the Jets. The Jets and the Pats have obviously a very tangled, very unusual relationship. The Jets remain a team, and right now they have better personnel than the Pats do, but they do not believe in their hearts they are ready to beat the Pats, and they continue to make mistakes when they have a chance to beat the pass, The Jets had a chance to open this game up, obviously, before the half. The penalty negated what would have been uh, an interception that would have blown the game open. Uh, Didn't happen. Again, plays like that. And then some very poor decision-making by their quarterback, who's got to realize when the play's over or when the play is not there, You don't just throw the ball blindly up for grabs. It cannot be the way you play the position. And although he made some good throws in the game and they had their moments in the passing attack, uh, they made too many big mistakes in this game. If you turn the ball over against the Pats, if you make big penalties against the Pats, those are going to cost you dramatically. Uh, That's just the way the Pats do it. The Pats took control of the game in the third quarter uh, and were able to make enough plays, let's be honest, they are a team that has plenty of weaknesses right now. They are a team that does not have great personnel right now, but they will get as much out of it as they possibly can, even if you wonder what Belichick's doing with the quarterback position right now. Put that aside, he's gotten good play out of Stevenson. He's got a couple of very good defenders. We know that. They are going to make some plays on defense. They always do. But this is a game where the Jets were the equal, if not better, and I'd say better personnel-wise, on the field. But you can't make those kind of mistakes. And the Jets, with an opportunity, didn't get the job done. They fall to 5-3. and three. They have the Bills next week before their bye. Uh, The Bills obviously in action later this evening, but the Bills in a different class than the Jets right now, Uh, they're not ready to beat that team anywhere. Uh, That's just not not the case right now, but maybe nobody's ready to beat the Bills this side of Kansas City anywhere. Um, They are that good, and right now I think as we move into the middle part of the season, uh, the Bills in Kansas City, in my mind, remain the – clearly two best teams in the league, and you kind got put the Eagles right there third because they've earned that until somebody beats them and they win again today convincingly. They have Texas on Thursday night, which will be another win, and they are off to a flying start. But uh, like I said, the, the last touchdown aside, uh, this was a game that the Jets let get away from them where mistakes cost them dearly, where they just... Made mistakes in this in, in, all over the place. I mean, when you can't they made spe- penalty mistakes. They made uh, turnover mistakes. They made special teams mistakes. Add all those up, and you got yourself a uh, a loss in a game where you know for the most part they're able to keep the Pats out of the end zone for most of the day. I mean, the Pats hit the end zone once. They obviously get a very good game from their from their kicker. Uh, and the Pats go on to a 22-17 win, which they savor, not only because it's a milestone win for Belichick, but because Belichick loves, loves, and you can underline, loves beating the Jets, and he does it with regularity. The Jets believe they are closing ground, yes, but they have not closed it to the point where they can win when they're not at their best, and they made way too many mistakes today to beat anybody, no less beat New England. As far as the Giants, again, uh, going into the fourth quarter, you're thinking the Giants are ready to pull off their magic again. They've been outplayed. They're hanging around. They got a couple of breaks, okay? The turnover, the fumble on the two, obviously, was a, a a big gift for them. The, you know, big drop by Lockett also, who doesn't drop the ball, and came back later and showed you he doesn't drop the ball, uh, but dropped a walk-in touchdown. Uh, you had the two terrible fumbles on the punt returns by the uh, by the Giants, which just cannot, let's be honest, cannot happen. I mean, there's just no way... That can happen. Uh, you got to get. You have to straighten that out, and it can't continue. That's all there is to it. But uh, two huge fumbles on the punt returns, which took away any chance they had of performing their magic in this game. But let's be honest. The, the Giants uh, were outplayed today. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They didn't run the ball. They did a very good job bottling up uh, Barkley. They did a very good job bottling up Daniel Jones. Okay. They made sure he wasn't going to get outside and make any big runs on them. Uh, They were very good in that area. Uh, The Giants had very little in the way of offense. They hit a couple of plays, uh, you know, to the tight end. They hit a couple of plays to Slayton, but the Giants had very little in the way of offense today. And with a couple of balls that, you know, don't fumble the ball, don't drop a touchdown, uh, a couple other balls that could have been caught, this game could have been even uglier than it was. They did it. The Giants did a very good job on Walker, who had the one run for the touchdown, the one 16 yarder for the touchdown, um, where he made two or three uh really nice moves and broke a tackle. But For the most part, they bottled him up. And remember, he had a huge game last week, and he's a very talented rookie runner. Um, Big things expected from him. Geno Smith threw the ball pretty nicely today. He really did. Uh, And deserved even better. And for the game, he still wound up throwing for 202 touchdowns. Um, He's throwing the ball well. He's doing some good things. And give Pete Carroll the world the credit. I mean, they're playing with rookie tackles. They're playing with a rebuilt defense. They're playing with Geno Smith. They're playing with a rookie running back, and they're winning games right and left. Give Pete Carroll and his staff a tremendous amount of credit for what they've been able to do. I mean, they really have. I know they haven't played the toughest schedule. It doesn't matter. They have won these games, and you know, not a lot was expected this year. This was supposed to be a last-place team, especially with Geno Smith, who has had a wonderful, wonderful season. Geno Smith has 13 touchdowns and three intercepts on the season and he's completing 74% of his passes. So he's having a terrific season and there's no way around it. And you heard what Martindale said about him, how well he thought he was playing, how confidently he looks and get, listen. We've been hard on Geno Smith through the years. Got to give him credit. He's really reclamated himself. He's having a heck of a year and they're doing a very good job. And they were the better team today. They were the better team. The giants have stolen games where they were outplayed. They have stolen games where they haven't been the better team. They have done it with coaching. They have done it with key plays at key spots. Today they didn't get that stuff. Today they didn't make magic when they had a chance to. They didn't make the big play in the fourth quarter. I mean, look at what the Giants have done this year in the fourth quarter before today. I mean, they have just been miraculous in the fourth quarter. You knew it was going to wear out sooner or later. It did today where Seattle outscores them 14 3. Giants have been outscoring opponents in in, you know, the Giants have won four games where they trailed after three qu- uh, four games where they trailed after quarter uh, after three quarters. I mean that doesn't happen in this league. And they had won a lot of games. Now looking at their schedule, we knew there was a chance they could be nine and one. They were looking at Seattle, which was the toughest game. And then the bye week, which is coming up for them. And then the Texans coming in. And then a home game after that with the Lions. So the Giants have a bye, and then the Texans at home, and then the Lions at home. And that should put them in very, very good stead. I mean, they should be in very good shape after that. Uh, The amazing thing is with Washington's Crazy last-second win today against the Colts who just cannot get it right. Uh, Washington is now four and four. So you have Philly unbeaten, Dallas at six and two, the Giants at six and two, and Washington at four and four. So the division has been just, you know, really rejuvenated in a big way. Heineke has made a big difference, you know, for the uh, Redskins. I mean, it looked like when the Colts took the lead on finally getting the touchdown, they should have had a touchdown on the drive before that, but when they finally took the lead and made it 16-7 to at home in a game that needed to win, you figured, okay, 16-10, you just thought, okay, they're gonna be, they gave him the field goal. Now they just got to stop them on the last long drive. Instead, they hit the big play hit the 33-yarder down to the one-yard line, take it in, and win the game again. So the Colts just can't get out of their own way and a big win for Washington today. So um, the division is rejuvenated, but the Giants should, after the bye, at 6-2 and two, with a lot of big football to be played. Remember, we're starting to zero in on Thanksgiving when just take a look at that schedule, Okay on what's coming that week, uh, Giants and Cowboys, all right, on Thanksgiving Day, and how big is that game going to be? So uh, coming your way in just a couple of weeks. So the Giants should be 8-2 and two after the, they got a bye coming up at 6-2. and two. They play the Texans and the Lions, and the Lions blew a Big lead today to the Dolphins, didn't score in the second half and lost 31-27 at home. They cannot do anything right, and they've won one game this year. And the Texans, of course, have won one game this year. They got run over today by Henry. So uh, it looks pretty good. As far as the Jets, the Jets are sitting here now at 5-3. and three. You know what? You have to be very happy with that at the midway point. They have the Bills at home next week. Then they have a bye week. So they're going to have a winning record when they hit their bye at worst. If they're 6-3, and three, they're going to be taking very big battles. If they're 5-4 and as expected, they're still going to be pretty happy, although they're going to they're be kicking themselves about today's game for a while. We know that. That's the bottom line. But, again, their quarterback has got to stay away from just throwing it up for grabs. They have personnel on defense that can really cause a lot of problems for people with their defensive line, with the depth of their defensive line, with their secondary led by uh, a rookie talent of immense proportion in Source Gardner. They have the makings and with the leadership they can put forward on defense. They have a chance to be very good on defense. They've got to get better on offense. Hall is, they've got to get, Used to the absence of Hall, he was a big home run maker for them, big playmaker for them. And that hurt. You saw Wilson rejuvenated today. That was a good thing. As a receiver, he went out there and at least got 100 yards and got back in the offense. You're glad to see that happen. That's a positive. So, from that standpoint, you trying to take some good things out of it. Yes, it stings to lose to the Pats again. There's no question. And yes, the Giants would have liked to hit their bye with a win, but let's be honest. Giants got outplayed today. And when they had to reach for that fourth quarter magic, it wasn't there. The other team has been playing with some magic themselves, and they had a little more magic today. And they were the better team. And they gave, you know, they gave Dan Jones a rough going over a little bit. He wasn't running the ball. He didn't run the ball well. And then late, when he had to pass the ball, you know, he got knocked around pretty good. So, I mean, he found the ground a bunch of times late in the ballgame. It's a tough place to play noise-wise. We know that. It's never an easy place to play. And like I said, Pete Carroll, these two guys, Dable and his coaching staff, Pete Carroll and his coaching staff, doing two of the better jobs in the league right now, without any question. So we're losing Sunday for both the Giants and the Jets. We'll come back and go around the league right after. You're listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, here we go. This morning... London uh, Jaguars had their chances. What else is new? Mistakes again. This time from Lawrence Broncos win twenty one seventeen. Judy had six uh, had sixty I think six and six for sixty three and one touchdown. I hear the price is exorbitant for him in a trade. Remember Tuesday's a trade deadline. He's been mentioned a lot. I don't know if he'll be traded because I, I gather they're asking price, although there's a lot of takers, their asking price is pretty high for Judy. And a lot of teams want him, and he would be a nice fit with the Giants. There's no question about it. I just don't know if this happens now because a lot of teams want him and and it's not gonna be cheap. Falcons go to four and four. Another coaching staff doing a good job. Very good job. Now, the Falcons, amazingly, up six, gave up a touchdown with seconds remaining. They missed the extra point Carolina did. Carolina misses a chip shot field goal in overtime, and then the Falcons make a field goal. So both teams had their problems late, but the Falcons come out on top, and they are 4-4. and Cowboys all over the Bears. Bears had a great Monday night. They had a rough following Sunday. Uh... Pollard had a big game. Cowboys in a romp over the Bears. Dolphins come from behind. I mean, the, the Lion defense is just embarrassing. Here's Tua today. 29-36 to for 382 and three touchdowns. This offense moves when he plays. Uh, Hill, 12 catches for 188. Waddle, eight catches, 106 and two touchdowns. I mean, just Boom to one, boom to the other, back and forth, and Dolphins came from way back on the Lions, held them scoreless second half, and beat them 31-27. Vikings win to go to 6-1. and one. They're the other team here in this NFC. They could lock up the NFC. They can lock up their division by Thanksgiving, especially if the Packers lose tonight. 34-26 over the Cardinals, 6-1, but... I'm still not a believer in the Vikings, if anything, big. Saints are 3-5. and They're better than that. They buried the Raiders today, and the Saints beat people up. If they can get any quarterback play and keep their receivers and running backs healthy, they are going to be a pain in the neck the rest of the way. The Pats we talked about, the Steelers and the Eagles, the Eagles just kept doing it. I mean, uh, it was uh, just Hurts to Brown, three times in the first half. Hurts is having an incredible year, four touchdowns today, 35-13 over the beleaguered Steelers. Titans did not have Tannehill today, so they gave the ball as they should to Mr. Henry, who rushed 32 times for 219 yards and two touchdowns in a 17-10 win. I told you about the commanders coming from uh, 16-7 down in the fourth quarter. The Colts, really are a bitter, bitter disappointment. They were boot off the field today as they should have been with a nine-point lead, and they played way too conservatively on offense, and they played way too conservatively on defense, and they find themselves a 17-16 loser. Mark this game. Niners who have been banged up and who are a very dangerous 4-4. Four and four. If there's one team I would watch over the second half of the year, it's the Niners. They also made the trade for McCaffrey. All McCaffrey did today was put forth one of those McCaffrey performances. Threw a touchdown pass, okay, caught a touchdown pass among his uh, eight receptions and ran for one among his 94 yards. So he passed for one, ran for one, and caught one. Hasn't been done since LaDainian Tomlinson. So uh, a big performance in a win over the Rams. Watch out. Watch out for San Francisco. The rest of the way, they could be very dangerous. And Seattle, as we mentioned over the Giants, go to 5-3 uh, and three and give Pete Carroll a world, a world of credit. The Chiefs and Chargers had the day off. We have the Packers and the Bills tonight. Um, If you're thinking that all of a sudden the Packers are going to flip a switch tonight and and that offense is going to explode, I don't see it. I have to see that offense look like a Packer offense again before I believe it because it's too many weeks now. It hasn't looked like anything close to a Packer offense. And how much do Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams miss each other? Could anybody miss each other more? Pulling one player away from one team hasn't helped the other team and hasn't helped that player, and it has created nightmares for the quarterback in Green Bay. Uh, The Bills, you would expect, would put up another win tonight. I'd be very surprised if they didn't. And then the Bengals and the Browns uh, tomorrow night. um, Bengals hurting with Chase out, but – Remember they have plenty of people who can catch the ball uh, for their very talented quarterback that goes without saying. So a loss for the Jets, another loss to the Pats. It hurts because it's the Pats. They get the Bills next week. The Giants go out to say Seattle make the long trip and get beat and get beat square by the Seattle today. Uh, their second loss of the season, so they're 6-2 going into their bye, and they'll come out of their bye with the Texans and the Lions uh, before things start to get uh, very, very interesting. But there's a good chance they could be 8-2 and two when they do in a division that has no losing teams now in the NFC East. The NFC East can puff out its chest, as it hasn't in recent years, As they have no losing teams and three teams with very impressive records and the only undefeated team in the league with the Eagles just rolling, rolling along week after week. Uh, Enjoy your Halloween, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.